Hi, how you guys doing? It's your girl, Maya G. With your boy, your brother with an open heart, Victor Jr. And today in Spiritual Agility Podcast, I wanted to ask you guys a small favor to share this podcast with everybody you know and to subscribe if you're not already subscribed. Now, we're working on this platform to bring you our truest, truest, truest experience in life through our interviews and through our own personal experiences. So as we are exposing ourselves and asking the rest of the world to join us, we're asking you a small favor to share this podcast with all your friends and family and people you care about who's looking for a way to grow, to learn, to evolve. And this podcast is not really for any specific group other than the collective, correct? Yeah, the collective who wants to spiritually grow and build agility. Exactly. So we focus mainly on the collective, not on any particular group. It doesn't matter what religion or spiritual practice you have. This podcast fits everybody as we are all um, spiritual being having a um, human experience. So having said all that, be sure to share, subscribe, Spiritual Agility Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? So what do you want to talk about today? So today I wanted to get into the grit, the nitty gritty of uh, <laughs> narcissism oh, and, and, narcissism. De- and dealing with narcissistic people. So Victor, have you dealt with anyone that you can consider to be a narcissist? Yes. One of my exes was a narcissist. Very bad experience through that relationship because well, it was control at the beginning it wasn't control at the beginning it was all love and you know the disneyland type of a relationship the bliss real bliss very bliss and then things started to slowly change and i was like okay letting it go letting go and then boom towards the end was like ass whooping together of course i'm not gonna allow anybody to beat me down fight as much as i can to protect myself but it, it brought the thug out of you. It brought the gangster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But it also tore me up spiritually. It made me create fear in my life. It made me more afraid of other people. It made me watch my back more because it was actually the relationship ended to where I was almost killed. So it was very very bad experience that I don't want anybody else to live but it was something that kind of crept up into the relationship that i didn't notice at first and i think that happens a lot to people what do you think well i think for me my personal experience i would say that it caught it caught me at at a vulnerable time you know Mm. my guards were down i wasn't paying attention to all the details i just knew that there were certain things about this person that were adding up you know and they played victim a lot and, um, you know, I don't know how male narcissists do it, but female narcissists, I think male narcissists also play victim. Mm-hmm. Like if they do something instead of like holding, uh, you know, being held accountable for it, they're trying to make it seem as if it's mm-hmm. something as a childhood that caused them to be a certain way or they're trying to deal with certain things or whatever it is. Like and they never they bring take that into the relationship. Too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like- Things happen and they'll do something that they screw up in and then they'll blame you for it. It's always your fault. Yeah. It's always your it's fault. Crazy. And and the crazy part about narcissists is that, you know, I don't know if this is true, but I remember watching it uh, on a platform, I want to say it was Red Table Talk, where the, the doctor was talking and was saying that 
um, it's not really curable. Now, personally, I will say that I believe that everyone has a little bit of narcissism in them, you know, from mm. childhood or, you know, it's just, well, you know, believing that you're the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is in a way, um, you know, narcissistic. And I'm yeah. not saying anything is wrong with that mm-hmm. part, but to never be held accountable to, you know, emotionally you never do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Everybody else's fault. Right. <laughs> and emotionally being abusive uh, to people, taking advantage of people emotionally, um, you know, may, always making sure that it works out to your own benefit, not taking care of other people, serving other people. Um, I think that's that's cruel. And that's they use cool. that in their whole life, like looking to see what they could get out of everyone and anything and everything in life. And the world owes them and they're deserving of it. Yeah. Yeah. As far as they're concerned, they're the star. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is the real life Truman show for them. <laughs> right. You know? So what yeah. I what I've learned over the years and, and it's crazy because it hit me really, really hard because I couldn't believe it. You know, I was just like, there's, there's no way. Like, wow. are you sure. And it would almost seem like if I turn my back, this person's chasing me down. Right. But if I yeah. pay attention to them, they're ignoring me. You know, so it kind of got to a point was like, well, what the hell is that? That can't be normal. It gets brings confusion into your own life and stuff. Right. Right. And you you start thinking to yourself, like, well, what is it that's that I'm, that I'm doing wrong? But then you you know, it's important for you to know people's history. You know, a lot of folks say, oh, I don't care about what my person did before me. Blase, blase. I don't really agree with that because there are certain things that you probably will have to spend some years with someone mm-hmm. until you get to see those things. So if if you're in your 30s and you're single and we hook up, I need to know what happened to your last relationship. I'm not asking mm-hmm. you for you to break down everything, but I need to know whether you put somebody through some drama or you just went through some drama. Because if you just went through some drama, chances are you still healing and you need healing, you need mm-hmm. therapy or whatever. And God forbid, if you were dealing with a narcissist, they're probably spying on us as we speak. Mm-hmm. So so it's important for me to know where you've been and what mm-hmm. you got going on. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think that's 100% true right there. It's because you're going to find out, especially in that be- those beginning stages, if they're going to, if they've gone past that experience, if they built their own spiritual agility for that circumstance that occurred in their life, you're going to find out if they're playing victim still or not necessarily playing victim, maybe that's the wrong thing to say, but if they're still feeling as if they're the victim and they haven't let that go yet, that's- I'm going to go ahead and agree with you with playing victim. Some people play victim. Yeah. Yeah, Some people are so emotionally abusive that they cause, they trigger other people to to be or do other things, you know? Make them feel sorry for them. For sure, for sure. And the thing about narcissist um, individuals, if you are in a relationship with a narcissist or you are a narcissist yourself, listening to this podcast and this belief and trying to make it make sense in your mind on why you're so fucked up. I'm going to go ahead and sit it because this yeah. is an adult platform. Why are you so fucked up in the head and why are you twisting and turning things to always be in your favor, you know, on a psychological level? If you're able to say to yourself, was I right in this scenario? Maybe I should apologize. Yeah. But when you apologize, you must make sure that you mean that. You mean that it with every part of your heart and soul. And also, if you're experiencing someone who is a narcissist, then you need to wake up, 
and hold them accountable. Say, hey, this is what's going on. I mean, if you truly love somebody, show them their shit. You know, yeah, for I, sure. This is it. You've read The Alchemist, right? Of course. Oh God, I Great love book. that book. Great, Great, book. Book. Great book. Do you, you remember the um around the beginning of the story where uh, he's telling the story of narcissist? He would go to the lake and look at his beauty all day long, every day, and he would just admire himself. He could do no wrong, and he fell in the lake and drowned. Well, apparently the lake was crying, and I don't know how the lake cries, but it was crying, and uh, a guru walks up, and they say, well, why are you crying? Like says, um, well, because my beauty, I don't see my reflection in narcissist's eyes. So the lake didn't recognize that narcissist was actually a narcissist. The lake just knew that he could see his own beautiful reflection in his mm, eyes. That's, that's some so severe you see your stuff. own beauty. For sure. And, and, you know, I think that with all the trauma that a lot of our generation have gone through, and I say our generation, not to say that other generation have not, it's just that our generation, the millennials and the uh, generation X and the uh, generation Z are more having more of an opportunity to expose their their wombness, mm. <laughs> you know, their their uh, their damage on past, you know. So talking about narcissism, talking about sexual abuse, talking about you know sexual orientation, talking about being discriminated against, whether you're a man or woman or gay or straight, whatever. Black, white, uh, Asian. exactly. So being that we're able to have these conversation, open platform such as this podcast, you know, it kind of gives us an opportunity to really address ourselves. I can say truly in my younger years, I was probably more narcissistic than I am now because I'm not the type to yo-yo with people's feelings. Mm -hmm. If, if I love you, I may move like a turtle, but, <laughs> but I'm going to love you the right way. If that makes sense. It like, makes I'm not going to bum rush a relationship with anybody because I believe that you need to grow into whatever you're working on. Where with a lot of nar real narcissists, they will bum rush you into a full-on relationship before you know it. And then, you know, as you let your guards down, you know, they're trying to be all this shit comes out. All the right. <laughs> right. And they do it slowly and secretly to where it's like creeping up on you to where you don't even recognize or realize that it's happening because it's happening so slowly. Yeah, and, and they also have stock of other people. So mm -hmm. you're not exclusively the only person that they're dealing with. They always have somebody else in the cut that, you know, that could possibly be replacing you at any time. And they will throw that in your face. And they will also say, oh, yeah, this is my ex or my ex, this and that. They want me back. And I know they want me back. And even though their ex probably left them because of the abuse or whatever it was, they would still say because that's what they believe in within themselves. And if you're dealing with the narcissist, Bring it up. And if you're too afraid, then you need to leave now. I mean, like right now, this very second, like if you're in your car listening to this podcast, keep on driving. That's it. Drive to Drive back California the house. to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> keep driving the car. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. So having said that, you know, if you are a narcissist out there in the real world, you know, this is, you know, I'm not trying to dog you out. No. I just want to make sure that our people, our listeners, our supporters, our, our podcast subscribers or getting a real deal on yeah. how dangerous being in a relationship with a narcissist can be. And if you are a narcissist, then, you know, everybody could change, you know, worms turn into butterflies. You can change drastically. Did you really say that? Yeah. Worms turn into butterfly. Okay. 
What? <laughs> <laughs> Caterpillars. Caterpillars. Caterpillars are into butterflies. <laughs> but you guys get the idea, right? Yeah. And you know, I'm, and like like Maya said, we're not knocking you. I'm not knocking you. It, it's a point in your life to where we all go through life and we all make mistakes. I've screwed up plenty of times in my life. And it's coming to the realization of what you're doing wrong. And that's how you grow. That's how you build spiritual agility is recognizing your own truth, who you are, what you are, and what's going on, what you're doing wrong, and what you're doing right. And continue to spiritually grow, mentally grow, read books, you know, be in enlightening atmospheres with people, places. If you're not in a comfortable place, then you know what? It's your choice to either be there or go. So you need to get up and go or stay there and stay stagnant. But we're not trying to knock you. We just want you to realize who you are, face it and change it. Everybody could change and you're not going to change mentally forever. It'll always still be there. However, you could route yourself in a new way, in a new direction and become a better spiritual being. That's what we're all striving for. Sure thing. That is definitely what we're striving for. So having said that, if you are a narcissist or you are in a relationship with a narcissist, it's important for you to do yourself and um, them a favor and to seek help. Because at the end of the day, what this new era of love is talking about is about healing. It's about getting better. It's about taking care of yourselves and taking care of each other. I truly believe that in order for a narcissist to at least ease up in their dysfunctionality is for them to be called out, you know, and um, people are like, oh, Maya, you know, you, people, you don't, you have to tell people. Sometimes you have to tell mm. people, you have to call them out. Mm -hmm. And once you call them out and you put them to the mirror, eventually they will, um, they will start putting in the work if that's what they want to do. If not, they'll just cut you off and, you know, go damage yeah. somebody else. And if, if they're going to be offended, they're not, they're not ready to change. And that's with anybody. I used to, you know, get called out on shit that I would do. And I'd get offended because I knew I was wrong, but I would just, stuck you know, just stay stuck in my way and stand up now. And you know this, mm -hmm. when I'm called out on something, I'll recognize. And I say, you know what? That's right. You know, but that's how you grow. You appreciate those in your life who are able to call you out on your shit, who are able to hold you accountable for your actions, what you say, what you do in your life. And you look at that and you, you just come to a realization and say, wow, you know what? That's right. I didn't look at it that way. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. And I think also um, being a narcissist is a lack of presence of your higher self mm. and like a lack of presence of God. Um, because once you, once you become aware of your godliness and you become aware of your spiritual identity, um, there's a lot of um, synthetic personalities, mm -hmm. impostering personality traits that mm -hmm. you start, um, you start letting loose and letting it go. Mm -hmm. um, so having said that, Vic, I think, I think that's all I got for this. Yeah, this is an amazing topic. I'm so glad that you brought this up. I love you all. And this has been an amazing time with my girl, Maya G. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so um, until next time, guys, be sure to subscribe. Share this podcast with everybody you know. This has been Maya G with Spiritual Agility Podcast with your boy. Victor Jr., your brother with an open heart. All right, guys. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye.